Welcome, everyone. I am Bob Wurzelbacher, the director of the Respect Life Office for the Archdiocese of Cincinnati, and this is our video podcast series that we call Being Pro-Life. This episode is part of a series that we're producing on the new ballot initiative, probably coming to the state of Ohio in November. That's called Protecting Reproductive Rights. In this series, we're going to discuss what the amendment actually says, why it is so dangerous for Ohio, and how you can educate the public on it. Today's guest is Michelle Duffy. She is the Associate Director of Communications and Outreach for the Catholic Conference of Ohio. Michelle, welcome to the show. Thanks, Bob. Happy to be here. So what we're going to talk about today is the materials and support that all Catholics can expect from the Catholic Conference of Ohio related to this abortion ballot initiative. But first, a lot of people may be wondering, what is the Catholic Conference of Ohio? Is it supported by the Archbishop? Is it a separate organization? Michelle, tell us, what is the Catholic Conference? So the Catholic Conference of Ohio, many of your listeners may be familiar, likely familiar with the Conference of Catholic Bishops. And just like the USCCB, many states across the United States have their own Conference of Bishops. So that's exactly what we are. We're a Conference of the Bishops of Ohio. The bishops are actually our board. So Archbishop is the chairman of our board of directors. And we advocate the Catholic perspective on matters of public policy. So we are at the state house for issues that are being proposed to go into effect in Ohio. And so we're going and we are either proponents of those based on the Catholic teaching or opponents. And so we go and share the voice of the Catholic Church. Well, Michelle, that might be something we'll bring up just really quick, right? So we, as a Catholic institution, we don't support a particular political party, and we're not going to support specific political candidates, right? But we do absolutely support or not support specific issues, right, or ballot initiatives that got, that can come up. Is there you want a little to say about that distinction, or if people want to know where we stand on different issues, how do we find out? You are 100% correct, but yeah, we will never endorse a specific candidate, but it is specifically the issues because that does affect us as Catholics and people living and that we want to make sure that the laws help support our faith, right? And so, yes, if you are ever curious, you type into Google Ohio Catholic Conference or the actual direct link is www.ohiocathconf.org. And you'll see all the different issues that we are currently either proponents for or opponents of. All right, well, Michelle, we've done two episodes so far related specifically to this ballot initiative. The first one was with Peter Range, the executive director of the Ohio Right to Life. And we were talking specifically about the dangers of the language of the text of this ballot initiative, why it is that most people, even if you're pro-choice, would be against what it is that this ballot initiative does. And in the second episode, we were talking about how it is that you can get involved in stopping or at least slowing down the collection of signatures because you need to collect a certain number of signatures in order to make sure it gets on the ballot. Right now in May of 2023, we don't know for sure that this is actually going to get on the ballot in November. We'll know in July. So if you want to listen to one of those two episodes, you can get more information on that. But today, I've been getting a lot of questions, frankly, in the last month that what specifically is the Catholic Church doing to help educate people, to help them know that they ought to be voting no if this comes up in November? So tell us, what is it that the Catholic Conference is doing so far to defeat this initiative? As soon as we learned that the proposed amendment was out there for collecting signatures and that it was going to be moving forward, the bishops issued a letter, obviously stating that we would oppose anything 
that would enshrine abortion within Ohio. And so that letter went out. Hopefully you saw it already in your parishes. We asked the diocese to share it out across Ohio. And it is available on our website as well. So you can see under about the amendment, there's the bishop letter. And we are also working that hopefully this first week of May, it's already been uh, distributed for prayer cards to help invoke God's protection as across and help us to strengthen us and work together, unite as Catholics to pray. And also asking for the protection of Mary and Joseph on mothers, the preborn and families across Ohio and really the United States and the world as well. Let's start with that prayer card. So hopefully people have seen it by now because it should be distributed to all parishioners. But we'll talk a little bit about that. So if you're listening on the podcast, we'll have to describe it to you. But if you're watching on the video, you can see it says protect them both. Prayer to defeat Ohio's abortion amendment. We've got an outline of the state of Ohio. And then it looks like a pregnant woman inside the state of Ohio. That's the front. It says Catholic Conference of Ohio, official voice of the Catholic Church in Ohio on public policy with the website. And then the prayer right here is on the back. Do you want to say anything about where the prayer came from, what it's about? Yeah, sure. So really, it was a prayer that was drafted specifically for this amendment. We did really just want to look at invoking, like it was come up, came up with the concept of the Holy Family, but also God and the gift of life, right? So how do we have that awe and wonder for the gift of life? How can we awaken that in the hearts of Ohioans, of Catholics, and just really be filled with that, but also asking God for his strength, his wisdom to give us the words. It's not our words, it's his words that he can give us. And he knows what's going to happen out of this. So just want to continue to invoke the Lord. And then also, again, like we said, the protection of Mary and Joseph, just as, you know, they brought Jesus into this world. They struggled often, particularly, and just even the birth of Jesus and having to flee to Egypt. So and just as they brought him into this broken world, that they could really be great intercessors to help protect women that may be struggling to, you know, in a crisis pregnancy or just worried about what's going to come of their child, that they'd be great intercessors for these women, as well as the preborn, and then even families too, as families continue to raise, parents continue to raise their children. So the prayer card, do we have some suggested uses perhaps for this prayer card? Yeah, definitely. We are asking parishes, if they are able to, to pray it either before Mass or after Mass. It would also be a great opportunity to pray before parish meetings or even any other ministry meetings. So if there's ministries throughout the parish that meet regularly, everybody joining those or prayer groups could recite this prayer. And then also at home, right? The family that prays together stays together is always what my grandfather said. So I think it would be wonderful for families to pray this at home, maybe as part of their dinner meals. Right. Put it on your kitchen table, put it on your refrigerator, put it on your prayer table, whatever it is that worked for you. Keep one in your wallet. All right. If we can envelop this whole time, you know, with prayer to help change hearts and help people realize the dangers of this ballot initiative, that would be a great thing. So, But that's not the only thing. We don't just sit back and pray, right? You also have the flyer telling people a little bit about this initiative. So let's talk about this flyer then as well. Again, hopefully you have it already. If you attend Mass on a regular basis, hopefully this flyer has been made available to you. If not, perhaps you can ask your pastor if he has seen it, or you can get it from certainly the Respect Life Office as well. But uh, let's talk a little bit about what it says. This is the introductory piece, right? But this first piece is really helping everyone understand that the proposed amendment exists, 
and outlines a bit about it as well as our concerns from a Catholic perspective. And so while the name of the amendment sounds potentially like, you know, it's reproductive freedoms, but it really could remove some of the safeguards that are in place for women. And just as Catholics, we find it dangerous, unjust, and against our belief in the sacredness of all life. And so we also talk and highlight a bit more about what you can do now. So just as Bob mentioned earlier, he has a great podcast of what you can do to decline to sign and some of those ideas. But we really wanted to highlight what are we concerned about from a Catholic perspective and the language. Well, it does. It's more of what it does not say versus what it does say, right? It's the vagueness of it that is really concerning. So it puts women at risk that this vague language doesn't specify who can perform an abortion. So it removes some of the standards of care that are in place today, such as the presence of a licensed physician or that it's within a certain range of a hospital access or in case of an emergency. Also endangering pre-born children. It could force Ohio to abandon any protections that we had for pre-born children with a detectable heartbeat. And um, really, it could permit abortions at any time in the pregnancy. Again, with the vagueness of the language, it's at the discretion of the treating physician. So, or it could, and it doesn't state what type of physician. So this could be a mental health physician, somebody that says this woman, this is detrimental to her mental health to have this baby. So it could be later on, right? It doesn't state specifically when it could be performed up to. So really, it could be up to, obviously, the point when a baby could feel pain or even beyond. And then finally, it enables those who pressure women into abortion. So the fact that it says the state shall not penalize, prohibit, interfere with, or discriminate against a person or entity that assists an individual to get an abortion. So we know that up to 64% of women feel pressured to have an abortion, often by the father, even maybe sometimes by her own parents or others. And so this could really protect even somebody that is an abuser, traffickers, or like negligent clinicians that just maybe are out there saying, oh, this is just too much on you um, and could really pressure a woman into having an abortion. They'd be protected under these laws. And then also even there is nothing that states that consent would be needed as well. So say if a parent, their daughter could have an abortion under 18 and would never be notified. So that would even prevent them from understanding that their daughter could be possibly being abused by somebody as well. So there's a lot of things that the proposed amendment does not say, and that's really the concerning aspect. Right. It doesn't make any distinction for age, for example, right? And if you can't interfere with anyone of any age seeking an abortion, then requiring parental consent could easily be seen as unconstitutional. Right. So these flyers are going out, should have already gone out in the mail, and hopefully they're being distributed. So uh, what are some of the ways you might suggest that we use this flyer? If if you have one in your hand, what might you do with it? Yeah, we sent physical copies to all the parishes. So hopefully they went into the bulletin. It's nice that then they could be separated out from the bulletin and shared out, you know, with your, so yeah, if you're a parish to include it in the bulletin so everyone has, they could, therefore, once you get it, you could share it with friends or family that you know as well, that you wanted to speak to some of the concerns. You have a piece to do that with, but also parishes have a table after mass 
where people could come and learn more about the proposed amendment um, and the dangers of it. I know parish festival season is coming up. That would be a great opportunity to have a booth at the festival because, right, you're going to have a lot of people that may not come to church every Sunday, but would be there. So that'd be a great opportunity to talk to them. Also, you know, again, we talked about the prayer meetings or any other ministries within the church that you may have. Have somebody come and speak you know, maybe talk to Bob. Bob could, I'm sure, let you know of a couple of people that could speak about this and have somebody talk about the proposed amendment for 10 minutes before you have your ministry meeting. So if you have that man as you group or walking with purpose or any of those other type of groups, alpha, et cetera, throughout your parishes. That's absolutely true. I can throw that out there. Respect life at catholicaoc.org. You can get a hold of me and you can ask me. I'd be I'd be happy to speak. I can only speak at so many places at once, of course, but I'm happy to do that when I have time to do so. But uh, I've been asked a few times already to do that. So how many did you send out to every parish? Just enough for as many parishioners as they have? We really went off of however many are attending Mass is what we were able we did send out 400,000 flyers across Ohio. So, oh my goodness. But let's say somebody does want to set up a booth, you know, and pass out a bunch of these at a parish festival. Um, they need more copies. How can we get more? Yeah. So if you would like additional materials, we do have some left over. So if you go to our website and then click on the Defeat Ohio's Proposed Amendment, it will take you to a page that you can scroll down and then click Parish and School Resources. And within that, we are at this time just asking that it be requested through the parishes. But under the quick links, Either you can download the PDF of the flyer and you could print some of your own, but the ones that we have left, we're happy to share. There is a, under the quick links, request more materials. And if you click that, it does send you to an order form. We just ask that, you know, you order what you think you'll be able to use. Cause again, we only have limited resources left over, but if, you know, once we run out, I'd be happy to send anybody a print ready PDF that you could send to a printer and have more produced either the flyer or the prayer card. So simply just email me and my email address is on that order form. And I can get you the high resolution PDF to send to a printer and have more produced. Is what you see even directly without asking it from you on, on the website? Is that already the high resolution PDF that you can print directly or, or what you will give us would be a higher resolution that's better for printing? What I could give would be a little bit better just because it would have crops and bleed marks that the printer okay. might to use. But if you want to print off of what's online, that could work as well. It just might be a little nicer if I give you the high resolution with the crops and bleed. The printer will appreciate it. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. So it's probably fair to say that if you want to do this at your parish festival and give out hundreds or thousands of these, you know, just make a little investment, you know, from your parish to print these out from the PDF and that you can make as many as you'd like and pass them out to everyone. What else can we expect from the Catholic Conference in the coming weeks and months between now, right, and November? Some of the other pieces in the works are, we've highlighted a couple phrases of the amendment that are concerning. We are working on a piece that would have the full amendment language and some notes of what is concerning about that. And then also common question and answer. So be prepared so that we could prepare everyone to answer questions that you may receive or common things that you'll be asked or that you may be asking yourself. And so we'll prepare a Q&A document as well as if the signatures are collected and we do get a proposition number in July, and we will obviously have more materials that specify the specific proposition number. Voting no, why to vote no? Because I know it can be 
sometimes we often ask, am I supposed to vote no or yes on this and why? So then we'll make it very clear that people understand what proposition number it is and which way to vote aligned with the Catholic Church. I imagine we'll probably be also sending out, I don't know if it would be materials, but certain, but some way of encouraging people to register to vote. That's something that also is completely within, not only within the realm of what we're allowed to do, if you will, as a church, but what we ought to be doing as a church, telling people, hey, you should vote, register to vote, right? Even outside of specific recommendations of what to vote for, we should be telling people to vote. So if you go to the Ohio Catholic Conference website, which you can find by just putting in your browser, Catholic Conference of Ohio. It'll take you right here. And then over here on the right, you'll see this big, the big logo of the state of Ohio with one minute to defeat Ohio's proposed abortion amendments. You click on that and you'll be on this website that's created specifically for this amendment. You want to tell us a little bit about what is on this webpage that we have? Yes, this is all the materials that we are creating to help Catholics unite again in prayer and help inform everybody about the proposed amendment and the dangers of it. And so just of note from the Catholic Conference of Ohio, we are a member of the Protect Women Ohio Coalition. So we do have a link there out to that website to view their resources, but we really wanted to supplement their resources with specific Catholic materials that would arm Catholics across Ohio for this amendment. So really the first, the about the amendment and prayer warriors are for any general lay Catholic and what may be helpful for you. So even about the amendment, we have our new flyer and then also some news articles down below that have already been put forth. So we actually have Archbishop's op-ed from the Inquirer there at the top. And then we also have some quick other resources that link out to some of the Protect Women Ohio pieces as well up towards the top a little bit more over on the right from the amendment. And then we also have our prayer warriors. I know a lot of people love to unite in prayer. There is our prayer card here, as well as lots of resources from the USCCB, the pro-life. So there's holy hours, there's a litanies, there's novenas, et cetera, that are there. Can, that can be very helpful to help our efforts. And then we have our parish and school resources. This could also be any ministries that you have. And we do have the bishop letter, as well as a letter to the pastors of what is coming soon. And then we have a bulletin announcement that can be used to be placed in any bulletins or newsletters. So if there's other ministries and you have a newsletter, please go ahead and feel free to pull this language and include it in your newsletter. And we also have within that our flyer and our prayer card. We'll be launching a media kit soon. We also, uh, as we mentioned, there is a quick link up here for requesting more materials for parishes with our surplus that we have. People can request more there up until the point that we run out and then take action. I know a lot of people have already been calling us. How can I help? Really, we're asking people within each parish to help lead efforts. So I'm sure your pastor would love it if you came to them and said, I want to help. This is includes things of distributing the materials, having tables before or after masses or at other, maybe going and talking to other ministries within your parish about the proposed amendment and its dangers coordinating a table at the parish festival or other events that you have. Also, the diocesan support, right? So I know Bob is active at work. And so we have all of the links to, if you're in Cincinnati, to Bob, but also any other diocese across Ohio and who to contact to get involved at the diocesan level. 
And then finally, after the take action, we also really wanted to highlight how the Catholic Church already supports women in need. So we also have links here out to the Walking with Moms in Need. This is a great program from the USCCB about how parishes can highlight those. And also Project Rachel that really supports women that have had abortions and are struggling. So we'll continue to add more resources here. But we wanted to highlight that the Catholic Church really does walk with women and always have. It's not just the babies. It's not just we want to make sure we have life, we want to continue to support these women, especially after choosing life, or even if they haven't, that um, we are nurturing people that are dealing with the traumas of abortion. And since you mentioned that, we have our own site in the Archdiocese of Cincinnati on the Walking with Moms at catholicaoc.org slash walkingwithmoms. That'll take you to our page. It says, you are not alone at the top, and it gives resources for mom, tells you where all our pregnancy care centers are, as well as giving a real step-by-step on how to get started initiating walking with moms in your parish and point a leader, establish a team. Anyway, puts the steps down really clearly so you can start doing that here at your parish if it's not already happening. Because yeah, we obviously want people to know, as Michelle already said, we've never been only about restrictions on abortion. We're we're ultimately about helping women in need. And we want to make sure people realize that and maybe make sure that we're doing that, supporting our pregnancy care centers and letting people know how it is that they can get the resources they need to help thrive as a family, you know, and as a parent and as a mother. So thanks for mentioning that as well, Michelle. So is there anything else you wanted to say about uh, what's going on with this initiative and what we can be expecting in the near future? Just continuing to encourage everybody to get involved, to really pray, unite in prayer, and also activate these resources and bring them forth in your parish, in your schools, in your ministries across Ohio, and to continue to visit our the website to look at those materials, see as new materials are released. And most importantly, to register to vote. So maybe it's even holding a table for voter registration after mass. You know, that's really great something to do in July and August. Then once we have the number for the proposition number and then really encouraging people to vote no and helping them understand the dangers of the amendment. All right. Well, thanks for talking with us today, Michelle, about these great materials that are being sent to every parish. So everyone understands how dangerous this would be for babies and for moms in Ohio. Thanks for spending time with us today, Michelle. Thank you, Bob. And I want to thank all of our viewers and listeners for tuning in on this episode of our Being Pro-Life series. Head to the website and view all the links talked about in this episode at www.catholicaoc.org slash beingprolife. Thanks again for joining us today. I look forward to being with you next time.